the secret of life is finding balance. Not too much, not too little. Just as a car balances on four wheels, we must balance the four crucial areas of our life. Our personal life, our relationships, our work life, and our social contribution. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today, we look at life's amazing secrets. How to find balance and purpose in your life by Gaur Gopal Das. So, how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and then decide to listen. In this video, we look at what it means to feel peaceful, what areas of life we must balance. We look at positivity and negativity. We are reminded of hierarchy of connections sensitivity and forgiveness, we are reminded of corrective feedback, injustice and misconceptions around them. We are reminded of spirituality and its importance. So stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I have been used that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management and relationship management. <clears throat> Feeling peaceful, happy and content is not about avoiding challenges in our life, but about how we navigate through these challenges to reach the type of life we want to live. Experience is not what happens to a man. It is what a man does with what happens to him. It's how we respond that makes all the difference. Deeper aspect of balance that resides within us is about our attitudes and values. If the external tenets of balance are adjustment and alignment, then the internal ones are attitudes and values. Spirituality, in whatever genuine form of practice, brings purpose to our life and gives us a destination worth going to. <clears throat> We must hold the steering wheel of spirituality tightly and press on. Now, the steering wheel 
comprises of four pieces. Our spiritual practice, or what is known as sadhana, our association that we keep, sangha, our character, sadhakar, and our service to God and to others, seva. Our silent presence can be more powerful than a million empty words. We all have two ears and one mouth. The amount we listen and the amount we speak should be done proportionately. Rarely do people want an active solution to their problems before they have been thoroughly heard and understood. People do not care what you know, unless they know you care. We all have three things in common. We are all stuck, we all have a journey to complete, and we all have a destination. There's a traffic jam within our minds, and this traffic jam is stopping each one of us from reaching our true potential. Now imagine if we knew how to clear this disruption. No fumes of insecurity causing us to cough. No one honking at us, distracting us from what's important. And plenty of fuel to sustain us so that we can live a life worth living. I'm not saying problems do not exist. But the real problem is that when negativity consumes the mind, not only do we lose the vision to see the beautiful things around us, but also the ability to solve the problems that confront us. We have to train our mind to focus on the positive and then feel empowered to deal with the negative. It's not the happy people who are grateful. It is the grateful people who are happy. When people are suffering, we should not insensitively tell them to be grateful. That would be uncompassionate. Gratitude has many layers to it, so let's understand them thoroughly. Being positive does not mean we neglect the negative. We must constructively deal with negative situations whilst simultaneously focus on the positive. Now, gratitude is a state of being that allows us to see the positive. Even in times of difficulty and sorrow, we actually can feel inner strength when we are grateful for the support of caring friends and family. The only price is commitment and consistency. This is, for example, writing a gratitude log daily, which is based on three principles of gratitude. Recognize, remember, and reciprocate. Some things in life are beyond our control. When we are in that situation, we feel overwhelmed 
as we try everything in our power to control it. But that is useless. Think. Is this in my control? If yes, then you can do something about it. If no, then you cannot do anything about it. Therefore, in both circumstances, why worry? We need to understand the hierarchy of connections. Ultimately, we must connect to something above ourselves, such as God. Now, this can give us the power to spread happiness and joy around the world. There are many ways to connect to God. We may have our own, which is great, and we should go deeper into it. One of the most effective methods that has worked really well for me is meditation. We should deal with each other sensitively. Our attitude towards life affects how we act in our relationships. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word steers up anger. We must be sensitive with our words and with our actions. Being sensitive means to think about how the other person may feel before we actually say or do something. Now, how do we practice being sensitive? We must treat even inanimate objects with consideration and respect. If we do not, then the mentality of insensitivity may become a part of our general attitude. One's instinct or general attitude does not discriminate between things and people. Treating things badly can affect our attitude negatively, which may percolate into our relationships. There are many ways to perceive others. Now, we should start choosing the one which magnifies the positive and avoids the negative. Anyone can find the dirt in someone. Be the one that finds the gold. Proverbs 11.27 Type 1 a person who cannot see the good at all. Type 2. A person who sees both the good and the bad, but chooses to neglect the good. Type 3. A person who sees the good and the bad, and is neutral to both. Type 4. A person who sees good and bad, but consciously chooses to neglect the bad. And type 5. A person who cannot see the bad at all. They see the slightest good and then they magnify it. Seeing the best in people can be challenging at times, especially when we are in constant proximity to them. We can perceive people in the following five ways. See only bad and magnify it. See good and bad, neglect the good and focus on the bad. See good and bad and be neutral to both. See good and bad, choose to focus on the good and neglect the bad and see the good and then magnify it. The ideal state is the fourth stage in which one's relationships actually flourish. 
Now reaching the fourth stage takes consistent hard work and practice. Practice, practice. People are usually resilient. They can stand being wrong, but only when it is pointed out to them with love. Being blunt and abusive can be emotionally draining for both. And the person receiving the feedback switches off after some time. As is commonly said, it was not what you said, it's how you said it. Our tone of voice, our body language, our facial expressions, they actually account for more than the words we use. Saying things in anger damages our relationships. Hence, we should try to avoid doing so if we need to give corrective feedback. Well, then we should invest tones of praise and trust into a person before doing so. Corrective feedback is actually an art and it has four principles. Ask yourself, am I the right person to give corrective feedback? Do I have the right motive to give corrective feedback? Do I know the right way to give corrective feedback? And finally, is it the right time? The smooth implementation of these four principles takes time because through giving corrective feedback insensitively has actually become an addictive habit for many. Forgiveness is a deep and often obscure value to understand. The principles we should know about forgiveness are look beyond the situation. If we are hurt by someone's words, try to understand why they spoke them. When people act harshly towards us, most of the time they are suffering as well. This is empathy. Separate, separate the episode from the person rather than being affected by the emotion of guilt by saying, I am wrong, or anger by saying, you are wrong. We should separate the I or the you and then deal with the wrong. And then higher purpose. Can we forgive based on a higher principle? Justice. On a personal level, we can forgive the person who may have wronged us. But on a societal level, there should be strict justice to create an orderly society. No one should be able to break the law and then get away with it in the name of forgiveness. Watch your thoughts. They turn into words. Watch your words. They turn into actions. Watch your actions. They turn into habits. Watch your habits. They turn into character. And watch your character, it actually turns into your destiny. 
It all begins with the thought. There are many misconceptions when it comes to being a spiritually minded person and being successful in the world. One is that spirituality kills our ambition and zest to achieve. This is false. Because spirituality just changes our motive to actually achieve. It makes us want to be hugely successful so that we can have the resources to help others. So fight and achieve to help others, but be internally content in your personal life. Another one is that spiritual people get walked over in business because of their values. Though we can make as much money as we do desire and then use it to serve, we should be wary of its potential to distract us from our purpose. Spirituality helps develop good character. It is character that shines bright when words fail to do so. Live your life in such a way that those who know you but do not know God will come to know God because they know you. What motivates people to take action is not the convictions in their head, but the inspiration of their hearts. This is because people are touched more by what we do than what we say. We feel inspired by those who actually live with the right conduct, character, and integrity. When we expand the circle of selflessness, we actually can effectively serve our community, serve our nation. We have to do the right action, with the right intention, and in the right mood for it to be classed as spiritual. And there you have it. Life's amazing secrets. How to find balance and purpose in your life. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. That helps the algorithm. Share it. Spread the word. Leave a comment and share your thoughts. Talk to me. Talk to each other. Subscribe to my channel. Stay up to the date. And the link to this book is in the description below. Buy it. Read. Never stop learning. Especially learning about yourself and nature. So, gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.